Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one fertile page of Talmud every day. And in today's stuff, Rosh Hashanah 11, fertility, infertility, struggling with fertility is front and center. Have a listen. It was taught in the Baraita. On Rosh Hashanah, Sarah, Rachel, and Chana were revisited by God and conceived children. The Gemara asks, from where do we derive this? Rabbi Elazar said, this is derived by means of a verbal analogy between one instance of the term revisiting, pekida, and another instance of the term revisiting, and by means of a verbal analogy between one instance of the term remembering, zechira, and another instance of the word remembering. It is written about Rachel, and God remembered Rachel. And it is written about Chana, and the Lord remembered her. And the meaning of these instances of the term remembering is derived from another instance of the term remembering with regard to Rosh Hashanah, as it is written, a solemn rest, memorial proclaimed with the blast of a shofar. From here it is derived that Rachel and Chana were remembered by God on Rosh Hashanah. What a beautiful analogy here. What a beautiful interplay of words between memory, fertility, conceiving. What a, what a good way to emotionally capture this struggle. And it gives me now great pleasure to welcome to the show Naomi Korbweiss, a nonprofit consultant who is also a board member of the Jewish Fertility Foundation. Naomi, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Great to be here. The struggle with infertility is, is not a topic that you're a stranger to, correct? Sadly, I'm not. Tell me a little bit about your own journey. So my husband and I were on, have been on a fertility journey, I guess, for about five or six years. And everybody has their own story. For us, the challenge was not getting pregnant, but staying pregnant. And so we had four miscarriages. We had two or three failed IVF transfers. It's amazing. You don't even remember the exact number after some time. Um, and thank God I've been blessed with two unbelievable, healthy, rambunctious children. But you sort of never forget the story. And there are, I think, the scars that are more emotional than anything else. And so I found a lot of support when I was going through that process online, in person, friends, strangers. And so I wanted to stay involved. So I'm really privileged to sit on the board of the Jewish Fertility Foundation just for the last year or so, which does an amazing job of providing grant money, education, emotional support to people in various cities going through this story for themselves. It seems to me that this is one of these topics that that occurs so frequently, and yet so many of us really are kind of uncertain on how to approach. So what is it that, that you would like listeners to know about how to help friends and family members who are grappling with infertility? I appreciate the question. I mean, I think it's gotten a lot more open over the years. The stigma started to go away, but it's so personal. And when people find themselves in that situation with my first miscarriage, it's so shocking. I mean, it's just not the way you think your story is going to go, even if you've heard out there in the ether, it happens to people. And so I think for my husband and me, it was just so natural to tell everybody, even though nobody knew we were pregnant, it was early. And I found it really comforting to hear, unfortunately, to hear so many people say, oh, I had a miscarriage, I had a miscarriage. And it was, I mean, it's one in four or some some crazy number. And so the first thing to know is that, you know, you're really not alone, unfortunately. It's very common. And so, you know, some people may find solace in that. The other thing is for people who, you know, aren't having kids or were lucky enough to have kids pretty easily, it's really easy to not realize what a struggle it is for some people and to make comments that might be insensitive. 
And honestly, I may have been like that if I hadn't had this situation myself. And so just to think about before you say anything about their their family, their kids, their ages, the space between their kids, whether their kids look like them can actually be very complicated these days. And so really just my message would be to keep that in mind that you never know what any individual person's story is in anything in life. But because this is the topic, um, just try to apply an extra bit of sensitivity. Naomi Corbois, thank you so much for being our guest. Thanks for having me. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia, with help from Quinn Waller. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeonedafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon.